0: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. The SS McSquigley is under attack by gargoyles and Leanne Lionshield was murdered by an imposter. Will Quinny be forced to deal with Manny to save the day? Will Juniper's cursed armor prove to be her doom? Will Butthole ever get those coats he wanted so bad? Find out next. On dum-dums and dragons.
1: And I cast revivify. As long as she died within the last minute, she returns to life with one health point.
2: Okay. Sorry, one sec. I need to know something about that spell on my end.
1: Oh, if she died of old age, it won't save her.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All the magic spins around. Her body lurches, but unfortunately, she was killed longer than a minute ago. You get the sense that she was likely killed sometime between when you placed your order and when you met her again.
1: Nutsack. I pull out the tummy of my armor and I just shove ant's corpse into my bag of holding because I'm not letting it lose any limbs or head or anything because I've got spells I can use later if we all don't die. It'll bring her back to life. So you take the body out of a crate and stuff it into a into, bag. Into my tummy. And then I reach over and I grab all my dragon stuff and I put it in the tummy as well not odd. losing my fucking coats. <laughs> Do you put on the coats on the dummy? I feel like I'm short on time. I should probably- <laughs> just put it in the bag. I, I'm just jamming shit in a bag because I'm like, I do not want to be that far behind Quinny. So you, where I'm you like, just grab the mannequin with the jacket yeah, on and right just stuff in, the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, right in the bag oh of holding. It's all there. And then I just cinch the armor back and off we fucking go. You book it through the ship. Occasionally the ship rumbles.
2: On your way to engineering, you're passing several crew quarters and you can see there are combats happening where thieves are trying to fend off the gargoyles. Do you stop to help any of them or do you continue to make your way to engineering?
3: I don't think I'm in a good position to help. I'm at a diminished capacity for power. So I'm just going to run to engineering where I think I can do the most good.
1: I look at Quinny up ahead of us and I say, catch. And I'm throwing you Moonlight Bringer so you'll have a magic weapon when you go
3: into the engineering Keys room. towards me I'm like, woof. And sort of, like <laughs> carry it. It's a great hammer in my arms. You know how there's pictures on the internet of dogs holding a stick that's way too big and they won't let it go? And it's just like this branch That's kind of Quinny just holding this hammer, teetering along at full speed. I have a really dumb idea. Is Bucky around? Once the combat began, he'd probably be wandering the halls. Do I run into him? Yep, sure. Bucky, make this small (laughs) and he'll cast and large reduce on the hammer and make it halfling size so I can use it better. (laughs) Inside your head,
2: you just hear, I could be of so much assistance. Think of all the power I could give you. Just get him to sign. You've done enough. Really? Well, enjoy your ride. You hear another explosion deep within the ship, and the entire ship lurches, falls a few feet in the air, and then stabilizes. Are you doing this? No, I don't need to. I run to engineering. Is Bucky following? Yeah, yeah, Bucky will follow. You threw the hammer to him. What are you doing, Butthole? I'm
1: summoning a full spiritual hammer because i got to help these crew members. These are all friends. I can't not help friends. Juniper, what are you doing?
4: Butthole, you got cabins on the right. I'll take the ones on the left.
1: Done. Okay, so we're going to divide this into
2: three separate theaters of engagement here. So, three? Because we've got rooms on the left, rooms on the right, and engineering. Okay. Butthole, you burst into a cabin just in time to see a massive gargoyle. Like, I'm talking, like, beefy bruiser gargoyle. You're kind of in a room full of hammocks. It's the low crew quarters. And it's just dragged a guy out from under his bed, one hand palming his head like a basketball and just twists, uh, and you see the body shudder, and a, an unsigned picture of Bucky falls out of his hand. Um, oh. The gargoyle drops him and, and turns to regard you. There's one other gargoyle Man. in the room, and there were three cabin boys jumping on it and trying
1: to, like, pummel it. So one big one, one little one, three incompetent children. And one dead child. I just say great, great, great. great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super and then, Tom. Super. <laughs> so we, I, now, now I'm in charge of saving children. I'm really glad I didn't keep going. Um, so that does that mean Quinny saw kids, it was like, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, they're, shit. They're,
2: kids they're, they're like they're cabin boys. Like they're they're 12, 12.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're 12. It's a collection of 12-year-olds. You're like, listen, I'm essentially your size and I'm doing fine. You've had <laughs> a good going. 12. <laughs> You've had a good 12 that's a, that's what we put on the the signs over oh, their cabins i want to summon a spiritual hammer from hell can
2: you roll me initiative please
1: 11 okay i want to wait.
3: summon <laughs> one yeah. from
1: hell
2: no i'm so. going to say you can summon that the hammer as a free action as you enter the combat so you, okay, you grab right. it
1: yeah am i bursting in do i get a surprise yeah, round I'll or give or you yeah you get a surprise round they're busy murdering cabin boys that hammer is going after the little turd Mm -hmm. And then I actually want to storm towards big boy McFucko. Yep. And I want to take a shot at him. Basically, it's improvised, but my shield is a plus one shield. So it's got a little bit of magic charge to it. So I'm just using those teeth on it and hitting him with like the sharp metallic edges. Cool. It's not great, but it's what I'm doing. Sure. So spiritual hammer hitting the little bastard. It's a nat one. Fuck me.
2: The spiritual hammer flies at the little guy, but at the last second, a cabin boy gets thrown in front. So the hammer dissipates rather than hit him. And because you rolled a one, the hammer disappears.
1: That's honestly way classier than I thought this might go. And I'm like, Moonhammer, sort of impressed. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm busy hitting this gigantic motherfucker with my shield. 15. 15 will hit, yep. Damage would be what? Just bludgeoning.
2: It's a plus one shield, but it's not magic for the purposes of it being a weapon.
1: It can do an extra D4 on a single attack one time a day. So I'll use it on this one. True. Why not? Yep. So bludgeoning damage, which is what? Let's say a D4 plus, plus three pl- plus your strength. Roll two ones. So we do five damage <laughs> to the big old turd. Do three
2: damage to the big old turd. But I will say, because you're bashing him with a shield, you manage to back him up a step or two off the body in case that's something you're after. Great. That brings us to top of the round. Big guy. He didn't much care for that. So he's just going to make a fist that's the size of one of these kids' heads and trying to clock you in the face. So two big swings from the big guy. Oh, baby, that is a pair of ones. Oh, well,
3: (laughs)
4: that's lucky.
2: He's stumbling back. He cranks his elbow back. As he does so, the wall behind him shatters. Uh, and he falls backward out of the cabin into the night sky.
1: <laughs> Amazing, nice. And I just yell, "Moonhammer be praised!" Because I assumed that that was why the goddess took the hammer away. <laughs> she <laughs> is sending me a boon. You can
2: see him begin to flap his wings, but you get the sense with a guy this big, those wings are more for like they're, surviving they're, a fall than they are for. They're decorative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Air is whipping around the cabin now. The unsigned picture of Bucky gets plastered against the wall, which brings us to Butthole.
1: How close am I to the other gargoyle fight right now?
2: It's a pretty small room, so I'd say
1: 10 feet. Great. I am going to rear back and be like, and fart a bunch of hammers all over the place. And then they're going to like speed out of my body. Then that that takes an action and just hopefully we hit this frigging gargoyle. So he has to pass a wisdom saving throw.
2: I'm going to give him disadvantage because all the kids punching him. So he fails. Oh, this
1: was the wrong spell to cast when I think about it in my head, but I already committed (laughs) 11 radiant damage. You get the sense you've done pretty significant damage. For my movement action, I just want to move forwards and just swing at it with the shield i know i can't hit it but i'm just putting myself in like (laughs) There are kids in me and try to get between as many kids in the damn thing as so I can.
2: So I'll say it's got disadvantage to hit the kids now. Perfect. Which brings us to the kids. So the hammers, those affect enemies or all?
1: Only people I choose, so the kids are within safe distance.
2: Great. So now that they see you're here, they're going to change from trying to hurt this thing to distracting it. So they're much more effective at that. It's going to have disadvantage on attacks against you. Great. And you will have advantage on attacks against it. Super. So nice. smash cut, cross the hall, juniper. You run into a cabin. This-
3: ah! <laughs> Just screaming. Uh, yeah, you
2: run in and scream, and there's a pair of elven knife fighters who what? are engaged oh. with the gargoyle, and they yell back, ah! <laughs> so you can see that these thieves obviously fight together a lot. It's almost like watching a well-choreographed dance where they have three mm. knives between them. One of them will drop the knife to the other one. Nice. So they always have a knife in each hand. They've wrapped up one gargoyle. There is another one stalking around the cabin, though. So that one is free to engage if you feel so inclined. Cool. Can you roll me initiative, please?
4: Totes. Eight.
2: I'm going to give you a surprise round since you ran in. Uh, what do you do?
4: Let's take a quick two jabs at this guy. And let's add a little Divine Smite on that first one, level one.
2: When in Divine Rome.
4: So the first will be 18 to hit. That'll hit. And the second will be 24. So that is 10 slashing damage plus 5 radiant damage.
2: You cleave off one of its arms. It's still up, but you feel like you've done pretty massive damage to it.
4: And then the second hit, 4 slashing damage.
2: You punch it in the stomp. It hurts, but not as much. Top of the round, the gargoyle who is fighting the elves is going to take 2 swipes at them. It will hit with 1. We'll say it's a male elf and a female elf. The female elf gets punched soundly in the gut. The momentum of it throws her to the ground, but you can tell that she's overselling it. It's one of those sort of combat techniques where it's like, if you get hit, you go with it. Mm-hmm. She looks hurt, but she's back up pretty quick. That brings us to the gargoyle fighting you. It's going to swipe at you with one claw and attempt to bite you with its face.
4: Motherfucker.
2: Uh, your AC, please.
4: 17.
2: So it will hit with the bite. Uh. 14 points of damage as its teeth sink through your armor like butter. Which brings us to the elves. So the elves are going to take their strikes. So they hit three times. So the elves fighting the fresh gargoyle, basically just like kicking the knife back and forth between each other and using their own. They make a bunch of lightning strikes. Every time you see them stab, it's like the blade lights up. So you get the sense that these might be enchanted weapons. So they're taking good chunks out of their gargoyle. It looks pretty fucked up. Brings us to you, Juniper.
4: Well, I'm almost passed out. So I'm going to use my action to lay on hands on myself. Cool. And I restore 35 points.
2: Damn. Nice. You glow briefly and the room lights up in a blast of light and you... uh, Oh, it's
4: all light, baby.
2: Feel your wounds close up. Again, oddly, your armor isn't dented or damaged at all. It looks absolutely pristine. But you can feel cold blood beneath your armor plates. That brings us to the top of the round. The gargoyle who is fighting the elves is looking pretty rough. Hits with one. The gargoyle manages to claw the female elf across the face. Mm -hmm. He rips off her jaw and she collapses to the ground. The other elf screams as though he's been hit. Which brings us to the gargoyle fighting you. Pretty desperate. Takes two quick slashes at you. Both will miss, which brings us to the elf. He misses. He's distracted with his bleeding compatriot, which brings us to you.
4: I have to deal with the guy that's on me first. Otherwise, I'm of no use. So let's just do fucking round two. I just imagine it's kind of like prison shivving, but with like a massive sore with both <laughs> hands. <laughs> and I'll, I'll Divine Smite again on that. It's
2: a different kind of laying on hands. Yeah. It's laying on points. <laughs>
4: 21 to hit. Yep. And the second is 15 to hit.
2: Yes, those cool. were both
4: Cool, all right. Five slashing, 12 radiant for the first one. Yep. Nine slashing for the second.
2: You're so intent on prison shiving this gargoyle that you fail to notice that it stopped moving <laughs> up, like after the first stab. So you give it a few more and then shove it down, kind of expecting it to leap back up, but it crumbles in the midsection where it's been stabbed almost through entirely.
4: Cool.
1: Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothies and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify Shopify shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase go to shopify.com slash dumdums d-u-m-b-d-u-m-b-s now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in
0: shopify.com slash dumdums that's the way you get to hear this snarf 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 snarf
3: snarf
2: snarf wait goblin junior slow down you're not wearing your translation amulet oh hey that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D U M B D U M B D I C E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, and you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, hell, you can even make an NPC at the $25 level. And you get your name in the credits at the end, which is which is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much, just being a wolf and all, but uh, what I do know is if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them, well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and i uh, take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. Top of the round, the gargoyle will attempt to flee at this point, but it gets attacked of opportunity by the elf so the gargoyle uh, attempts to fly back out a hole in the wall that mm-hmm. it seems to come through as it does so the elf knife fighter jumps on its back So he goes with it, but you can see him just stabbing it in the collarbone, screaming as they disappear into the night. So your room is now clear.
4: Is elf lady dead?
2: Yes, very much so. Brings us to engineering. Quinny, you and Bucky running to a large central chamber. It's got one massive turbine in the center that seems to be fed by exhaust ports that lead out to the sort of wing sections. Think... The high wind from Final Fantasy VII mixed with a helicarrier. Okay. So there are turbines on the, the outside of the McSquiggly that feed this one. You can see smoke pillowing out of the left vent from where that engine has clearly been damaged. You can see a dwarf and a number of goblins running around trying to calm things down. The goblins are kind of like climbing up on stuff and trying to fix it. The dwarf is shouting orders. You recognize her as the lead engineer, Fleep Quagmire. In spite of all of this being, you know, kind of a nightmare, she's still chomping on a cigar as she yells the orders. Covered in grease, uh, has a wrench in each hand and is yelling orders. You can also see Wrench kind of
3: skittering around. He seems to be fixing things when and where he can. Both of us will run up to Quagmar and Connie will say, how can we help?
2: You, you've got quick hands, yes? Yep. Quick hands. Okay, good. Do you like danger? Sure. Great. I need you to go through there and get that turbine back on, otherwise we're fucking going down. And she points out through the service shaft to the wing. Cool on it and Quinny takes off. shoots the buck. She's like, "What are you good at?"
3: I, I can kind of do magic sometimes.
2: That is less than promising. Tell you what, you hold my toolbox. All right, let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, uh Quinny, you Bucky um, holds that toolbox with such enthusiasm. He's very good at it. Just like tucks it in and shields it from the chaos going on, like looking around, also tending being like what do you need like i've got it right here yep as
2: he's holding the box and based on how much is going on of late bucky's been finding that the sort of flows of chaos are more noticeable it seems like something shifted in the world and you know magic seems to come a bit easier to him a bit more chaotically to him but he thinks he sees something shimmer in the the reflection of the boxes like there's fires going and stuff and he hears a voice just say do you want to stop all of this
3: Oh, what what was that, Quagmire? I didn't say nothing.
2: Kid, just keep holding on to that toolbox. Okay. Cut to the wing. Quinny, you step out. The ship is descending. It's maintaining altitude, but barely. You can see smoke billowing off of the turbine. To get out there, uh, you're going to need to roll me an acrobatics check. 27. So I think you do a don't look down dance, where you mm-hmm. just like book it out onto the wing, not particularly paying attention to what's beneath you or what's around you. You get to the turbine, and you can see
3: that it's clearly been damaged by an explosive. What the fuck does Quagmire expect me to do about this? I get in there and start to see if there's something that's been misaligned or... Yeah, it it
2: looks like you could probably get it back up and running. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Twelve. You start to fiddle around with things. It looks like it might be possible to get it reworking. That said, you're not an engineer of any sort, so this is a bit beyond you. That said, you think maybe if wrench was helping you, you might be able to get it down. So,
3: yeah, I'll just cut my hands over my mouth and be like, wrench! Bucky just appears holding a wrench. I got one! No! The monkey! (laughs) (laughs) So
2: um, wrench a monkey's purposes off of Bucky's back and comes skittering out. He's also somehow managed to find a cigarette. He's like, hey, what do you need? Fix it. All right. He's going to give you advantage. And I need you to roll me just a straight dexterity. 23. Wrench begins working uh, as you point to where you think the damage is. You've managed one of the successes. You'll need to get it back online. When suddenly you hear a horrible crunching sound outside, you feel the wing shudder and a gargoyle reaches through the
1: engine, grabs you and pulls you up onto the wing. (sighs) Brings us back to butthole. Great. I got this little dickhead right in front of me and we got to finish him off because we're protecting children. Metal as hell. (laughs) Uh, So Goblin Jr. is finally getting himself in there. Because I'm imagining it's like flying when it's fighting kind of thing. Or is it standing It's standing. Great. Well, he's still going to go for a wing. Basically, he's just going for a wing tip to like yank it around. Mm Because that's the only way he could help me out in any way with this fight. So I'm going to take my shot with the shield. And I am going to summon the power of hell with a fart. Hot, 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 hot. And I open my mouth and just burning lights of moon hammer hellfire just fills the gargoyle's eyes. And I add 10 to my score, which is very necessary right now. So the grand total for the hit is... Um, well, don't the children give you advantage? Oh, yeah. the Goblin Jr. did too. Is that better? That's a nat 20. Okay, so you good. know what? We're going to take that. <laughs> nat 20. Uh,
2: so as you yell, hot, 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 the snakes blast the gargoyle through the wall. The kids all hop off. And the gargoyle disintegrates midair as the hot snakes shred it. God Great. Damn.
1: That amplified thing works out when you get a twirl on uh, air.
2: So <laughs> the room is now clear. You've got the kid on the ground and the three kids around you. The
1: kid's all in one piece. Load them into that bag. <laughs> Honestly, that's where we're going. So I'm I'm God. jamming that kid into my tummy bag under my armor. Uh, do we still have this stupid attachment where we can send out Leonardo da Vinci gliders that we used when we went down to Phandelver? Yep. Okay, I'm going to tell those three kids to go to that room, but don't fight anything. Worst case scenario, just hide. But like, if we're going to hit the ground, take a glider. Cool. And then I want to dash back out into the hallway and see if Juniper's what she's doing. Because she's in the room across the hallway.
2: Uh, Juniper, you rush out into the hallway at the same time. You meet each other, clearly having cleared things up.
4: Dead health, put in your bag.
1: (laughs) I look in and I see it doesn't have a face I'm like I can't put a face back that one's gone Uh, (laughs) I can heal mortal wounds but I don't think I could just replace a face and eyeballs you're not Nick Cage I can't rebuild uh, missing limbs and I'm like if there's a whole face and everything attached gone I'm like "Mm, "Mm, too much
4: so basically because I'm like really mad because I don't like when people die I turn into basically a half troll Mm. version of myself what do you look like I have like Juniper's clothing still I'm just trollish and dirty and clearly not that smart like i probably never learned how to properly speak we have an read or anything i'm just like grunting and look like i have rage in my eyes does the
2: long sword look like a
1: dagger in your hand now like you oh that-
4: so i'm only like 5 6
1: oh all right well, so you're just only- like a real grumpy 5 6 oh yeah
4: but just full of rage
1: fair <laughs> enough uh, <laughs> and i look at you and i do a snap prayer oh god the question is do we have to go help quinny or the ship goes down or do we have to go find leanne We got to go help Quinny or this ship's going down. (laughs) So engineering, engineering, engineering. And then I just take off running, but I still have swirling hammers all around me because that thing will last 10 minutes.
2: As you're running, you hear another couple explosions and the ship rocks. But when you arrive in engineering, it seems like things are somewhat under control other than the smoke billowing in from the wing that Quinny's on.
4: And I just like burst through the door, plant my two feet down saying, crunch, kill.
2: Quagmire is going to whip a wrench at you because there's (laughs) a troll screaming kill What's your AC?
4: 17.
2: Take six points of damage.
1: <laughs> That's my favorite wrench, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I just yell, damn it, Crunch. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> Crunch is a friend, not a gargoyle. And I pick up the wrench and I like hand it back. Oh, and I'm, thanks. Thanks. The goddess sent me. What the hell is going on? There's something very wrong you're not aware of. What do you mean? It's Something bad's going to happen yeah, right now. Yeah,
2: one of our turbines is blown out.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, and I go to look, and what do I see? You
2: see a gargoyle pulling Quinny up onto the wing and rearing back to strike him. How far out on the wing are they? Oh, uh, like halfway out the wing. 15 feet.
1: Okay, perfect. And I lean slightly out the hole holding on because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have no athletics. I will definitely fall off this ship. But like <laughs> just by extending my hip enough, the hammers just reach that 15 feet you up from my body. Roll me an athletics
2: check, please. 12. You're barely holding on. Still are holding on but between the wind and the tilting. This is a bad idea. But uh, you do manage to stretch the hammer
1: field to the gargoyle. Great. It has to make a wisdom save DC 16. It does not. 18 radiant damage on the gargoyle from the spinning hammers. It's a sound hit. Nice.
3: Roll initiative, please. 11 for the beehole. 13. 13. Do you want Bucky initiative or not, not necessary? I do want Bucky initiative. Five. Five. Top of the round, Quinny goes first. If he's holding me out with one arm, I'm going to swing Moonlight Bringer up to kind of pop his elbow the wrong way. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh, <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll your attacks. Seven to hit, um, (laughs) and no proficiency, because it's a martial weapon. It is a martial weapon. Okay, so no proficiency, so a seven to hit. However,
1: looking over at you where
3: I'm barely hanging on, because
1: I've already flipped my hip out, I just show you my whole ass, and it's just like a beam of hellfire comes out of my asshole right towards you and the gargoyle, and the moment you're swinging and clearly fucking missing, you see it all, and you add plus ten
3: to your score. So you'll go up to a 17 to 17 hit. 17 to hit, then. 17 will hit. All right. I'm going to try and pop that elbow the wrong way. Uh, uh, what's the damage on Moonlight Pringer? Uh You're swinging two-handed or
1: one-handed? I would be swinging two-handed. 1d10 plus your strength.
3: So 1d10 minus one. That's not bad. Eight damage. Can you make it roll a con save... It fails.
2: So, yeah, you just crack that elbow. You drop to the wing, and its arm is still kind of attached to you, kind of weighing you down vaguely.
3: Ah, ah, I don't like get off me. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Can you rule me in acrobatics? Oh, happily. 14. Yes, you manage to wriggle out of it. Okay. And I'm going to get away from him because I'm rubbish with this hammer and he's out there in the danger zone. I'm going to go back to Wrench and see if he needs anything.
2: So you drop back down in. Wrench is doing a really good job. You get the sense that what he needs more than anything is for the gargoyle to not kill him.
3: Got it. I'll poke my head back out and be like, ah, fuck you. And (laughs) (laughs) hold my ground instead. Great. All right. Uh,
4: Crunch. (laughs) I'm barely holding on going, oh, God, don't let me fall. Yeah. (laughs) Grabbing grabbing butthole's hands
2: might be a a good call.
4: I kind of want to run and pull butthole back one arm like push you out of the way not out to be clear <laughs> nice to meet you ah. yeah. i'm gonna grab my hand axe and literally just throw it at the gargoyle
2: so i need an athletics check to bring butthole in 24 you just grab him by the scruff of the neck like quinny <laughs> and you pull him in butthole down thank you <laughs> i think
4: that's 10 to hit
2: that axe is gone Meanwhile, in a village far, far below you, Goldtooth has finally found a new place to live after being released from jail. He's so happy with his tiny thatched roof. Oh, (laughs) the axe punches through the roof and destroys his tiny house.
1: (laughs) His whole house goes, what a shit house. At least he's
3: got his health. (laughs)
2: Uh, Smash cap back to (laughs) the air. It is the gargoyle's turn. It is going to jump into the turbine that you guys are working on, doing that Captain Marvel star thing, where you just throw your arms and legs and wings out, and then it's going to turn to stone and try and drop through that whole area you're working on. Get an attack of opportunity
3: on him if he's going past
2: me? Yep. That's a four to hit. That will not hit. So it leaps through. Quinian, you're fine because you're up on the wing. I'm going to have to roll an acrobatics check for Wrench. Oh, Wrench is fucking hella dexterous. (laughs) As it leaps and starfishes, Wrench just swings under the wing and skitters back towards engineering. But the gargoyle punches through the turbine and rips the tip of the wing off. And you feel the entire McSquiggly shudder and begin to both turn inward and downward. And you hear from engineering, Quagmire just be like, what
1: the fuck? (laughs) That's the opposite of what I
2: wanted! So we can drop out of initiative because the gargoyle is now gone. The wing is rapidly tilting. You basically need to run up the wing to get back into the ship. So roll me acrobatics, please. Okay. Dirty 20. Yes, you managed to get back. You run along the top, wrenches running underneath, and the two of you kind of leap back into engineering. Okay. So now the smoke is getting darker. You can see it's getting pulled into the central turbine. Quagmire is yelling various things to level the ship out. There's some ways they can do that. And yet again, you hear an explosion from deep within the ship. But looking around engineering, it doesn't seem to be here.
3: Where is that coming from?
1: If we're going to guess on an explosives level, my bet would be bridge or gunnery deck. Gunnery deck makes a lot of sense. Quagmire, can you keep this thing floating if nothing goes catastrophically wrong right now?
2: I mean, this guy's doing a great job with my
1: toolbox, so possibly. Should we do the same thing to the other wing so that it balances? Takes, Trying to pitch ideas just out. takes the, the, the toolbox away from him. Okay, Bucky, you're coming with us. <laughs> and I guess we'll all go to the gunnery deck.
2: Cool. As you turn to run, Bucky, very clearly in your head now you hear, I can make all of this go away.
3: Who said that? I did. Who's that? A new friend. Hello, new friend.
1: Wait, Hello. Bucky, who are you talking to? I
3: don't know. I just made a new friend in my brain.
1: No, no, we do not like brain friends. That is not a friend. Do not listen to the brain friend.
3: Butthole says I shouldn't listen to you. Well, Butthole's in grave danger. Oh, what's going to
1: happen? Oh, well, they're all going to die. Stop talking to your brain friend. It's it's a bad person. You know who I told you not to sign stuff about? It's yeah. That,
3: what? It's that person. That person in your head is... Evil. Oh, uh, get out, please! And Bucky will pinch his nose and blow really hard, <laughs> without, without he'll just do that thing where you try to like pop your ears. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right, sure. Can you roll me
2: a um, a wisdom saving throw?
4: You can add three to that.
2: Twenty three. So you blow hard, and small mystical chaos butterflies come out of your ears, mm-hmm. and with them, the voice of Manny disappears. Hello. And Bucky just gives you the thumbs up, bottle
1: <laughs> And I reach out with my same hand and I just brush my fingers against his and we touch thumbs. And I say, great job, bud. This might be the best thing that's ever happened to Bucky.
3: I got to get possessed by bad voices more often. This has been a great day.
1: No, I'm learning I need to appreciate you more. But now let's go save the ship, okay? <laughs>
2: Off to the gunnery deck. You rush to the gunnery deck and you come up and you can see there's a, a flurry of motion. You can see people packing powder, firing cannons, reloading crossbows. Through the gun slits, you can see that there are a number of gargoyles in the air around you, ducking in and striking. They seem to be punching holes through the sides of the ship every time they do it. Mm -hmm. The black powder cannons seem to be pretty good at shooting grape shot and stuff at them to actually deter them and destroy them. But the arrows are just more of an angry crossbow. You you gotta gotta shoot something. Everything seems
3: pretty solid up here. Where the... the oh, bridge? The bridge? Oh, God, I hate this goddamn guessing game shit. Yeah, let's run to the bridge. So rushing past the sort of confused
2: gunners who were like, what, what do you mean? Stay and help us. I just feel you're doing I, great.
4: They just saw like a half-troll run in go, turn around and leave.
2: It's a living. Um, <laughs> so you burst through the gun deck onto the bridge. The bridge is a bloodbath. You can see the captain clearly went down fighting, but to most of the people up here have been slaughtered. Juniper, even in your enraged state, you're concerned to notice that it appears some of their throats have been ripped out. And there's definitely a lot of blood. But you can see the controls have been jammed. Who would have piloting experience? Quinny has piloting experience. Yeah, from from slave ship. Oh, Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Quinny, looking at the consoles in front of you, you can tell that the controls have been jammed to pretty much keep the ship level. Oh, okay, good. But they have been jammed with daggers. It seems almost like the attackers jammed the controls. To keep us from crashing? Look in front of us. I want to look and see where we're headed. It seems that you are heading over a major city center, drifting towards, think like a small Bavarian style town, I guess. You aren't aimed directly at anything, but the idea does seem to be that the ship would continue to go straight forward. If this is the bridge, do we have any navigation to know what is further forward? You can kind of see dark woods beyond this town that you're approaching, mountains in the distance. It seems very vague, almost alarmingly vague. As you're seeing that though behind you there stands the creature wearing the anline shield's face. Uh, I really wish you'd liked my coat. There's basically only one way on or off the bridge other than out the window. And she's now standing there confronting you as she stares you down from just kind of the folds of her cloak she pulls out a massive glaive and kind of stamps it down in a you shall not pass kind
3: of manner. Where was she keeping that?
1: (laughs) I I look down at Quinny and I'm like I feel like daggers might
3: be more your style in this fight. Agreed. And I toss the hammer back to you and I catch it and it's like small but it's still mighty. (laughs) And Bucky will give it like a little wink and then the spell ends and it goes Back oh, so that, oh, that feels like way to imagine better. has like a kazoo, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the Super Mario getting larger. Sound <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: it, it does <laughs> that in the air, and then when I catch it, I fart. So it's just like the <laughs> the, the, the greatest lotsie we've ever yeah, done. And in then the you show. just hold it up above
2: your head, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, great. And we then, do then do. I'm like, let's talk
1: paperwork. <laughs> 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 so who do you work for? Because <laughs> we have like four different ideas of who this could be about. Why would I tell you that? I don't know.
3: Settle I- a bet. Help us settle a bet. Yeah. Right, fucking roll me a persuasion check. I guess. <laughs> Jesus. I think Quinny and I are both rolling. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll roll for it. That's an eighteen <laughs> for Quinny with settle a bet. <laughs> <laughs> And my, I don't
1: know, why not, is a 23. <laughs> I don't know why not
2: wins, I guess. I only rolled a 16, it comes to a 19. So you won the opposed check to banter with the boss monster. <laughs> Crunch
4: is just looking back and forth at everyone, wondering why we're not fighting yet. <laughs>
2: Fair enough. Leanne does one of those classic pole fighter things with the glaive, and she just grins and she says, I work for someone who has a grudge. Let's just say she's rather mad at the purveyors of this ship, and since I owe her, I will help her
1: achieve her goal. Okay, so it's someone who identifies as female. That eliminates... Several of the more popular choices. <laughs> this didn't settle the bet at all. So, considering we just sort of, like, ride this ship, what's your problem with us? You're part of the crew, right? You have cabins. Well, yeah, but you, like, got a seat on the bus. Doesn't mean you
2: own the bus. So just stay where you are, leave your weapons at your sides, and um, you will be fine.
1: But you keep blowing up the butt. This is a flying
4: <laughs> ship.
2: If it crashes, we die, too. But,
1: but, but, hey, it's not your bus. But won't you die if this crashes? She just laughs.
4: The tension has really gone out of the room, so I just become juniper again.
1: <laughs> Do you know what? I think you made an interesting idea. What if we sign a treaty that just says that we won't fight anymore? So you can sign it, and then one of us will sign it, and we'll all stand by the deal. I don't see any says, of you. I can't sign it. No, 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 you can, Bucky. This is the one exception. If I tell you, then it's okay, but no one else.
2: Oh, okay. I don't think we need to sign anything. I'm, I'm perfectly content to just wait here and make sure that you don't cause any more trouble for my employer or I, and then we'll be on our way.
1: Well, see, I feel like we got to get this in writing. It's one of those things that I've learned. You have these agreements when they're not in writing, and it's not legally binding unless money changes hands, so I take out a gold piece. I'm like, this is sort of honorary. It's one of those annoying things about contracts. We'll give you the coin. You sign. We'll sign everybody's friends. No. Why not? I'm offering you a chance to live. This is a favor, a boon I'm giving you lesser creatures. I look over at the other guys and I shrug. When he says, well, and
0: throws a dagger. All right, real for initiative. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Track Media, Vigil.
0: Vigil Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudishat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.